Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So Goldie Hawn, you know her, you love her. Uh, she has described an experience of seeing, well, UFOs, aliens, uh, and she was physically touched by alien beings in the 60s. She claimed on a show called Time to Walk, which is on Apple Fitness Plus, don't miss an episode of Apple Fitness Plus, Time to Walk. Uh, that was a time when you know there were a lot of UFO sightings. And uh, I was employed as a dancer. <laughs> uh huh. And uh, all I could think of, I walked out on my apartment ledge and I sat there and I looked up at the sky and I saw all these stars. And all I could think of was, how far does this go? Uh, how little are we? Are we the only planet, the whole wide universe that has life on it? And that's when I, well, that's when I called out to the aliens. I know you're out there. I know we're not alone. And I would like to meet you one day. And so, did it happen? Well, yes, just not then. <laughs> they heeded her call, but it was months later. Uh, apparently, uh, four or five months later, whatever, you know, it wasn't then. Uh, she was visited by aliens. She asked a friend to take a nap uh, in her car. They were at another dance job in West Covina, California. And I love... Man, nothing is more beautiful than West Covina, California. And I said, hey, what do you think? Maybe... I could take a nap in your car. I'm getting kind of... I'm getting kind of tired. And so um, she did. And that's when she got this high-pitched sound in her ear. And it was a high frequency. And I saw these three beings with triangular-shaped heads. They were silver in color. Slash for a mouth. Tiny little nose. No ears. They were pointing at me. Pointing at me in the car as if they were discussing me like I was a subject. And they were droning on and on. And like many before, I felt a sense of paralysis. And it was I couldn't move. Uh... I knew I, I wanted to enjoy the experience, but I, I, couldn't, I couldn't even burst out of the captivity. And so then she, you know, the aliens touched me, inducing some feeling of some type. <laughs> uh, I felt like it was the finger of God. Couldn't have been the finger of Billy, the worker. No, just shut, stop. It was the most benevolent, loving feeling. This was powerful. I was filled with light. We could never, ever lose our wonder, Goldie continued. It's just no fun. It's really an important aspect of being an adventurer where nothing is impossible. I know, Goldie. I feel you. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. (laughs) 
Welcome. Welcome. How are you? Thanks for coming along for the ride today. Wow, did I have an, an, just an incredible last three or four days. So I thought was down for the count. That's why there was not a Friday show. I was not on Pat Unleashed. I wasn't on social media. I, I, didn't, I mean, I barely emailed anyone. A couple of cameos I had to postpone. That was, uh, it was unbelievable. So Wednesday, I started feeling uh, kind of crappy. And I don't know what it was, but my joints were really aching and I didn't feel very good. And then Thursday, I, uh, I woke up. I could barely get out of bed, barely get out. And it was everything I had to come up here and do a hit on Mojo with Brad Staggs over there in Mojo in the morning. I did. Came up here uh, where I broadcast the show from home, and I did the hit. I had a T-shirt on. I couldn't. I could barely move, and uh, and I did. I did my Thursday show barely. I mean, it was everything I had. I just kept feeling worse and worse and worse. I couldn't move every joint in my body, and when I mean every joint, I mean every joint in my body ached and. My everything was swelling up. I know. How could you tell you were swelling up, Jeff? Look at you. I know, but I could. And uh, so I was like, what is happening to me? This was Thursday. So then I realized, okay, well, maybe I started. Is there anything new that I've done? I haven't, I haven't eaten anything new. I didn't go out to any restaurants. I haven't taken anything new. Oh, wait. Yes, I have. So then I figure, okay, well, so maybe this has interacted with the other medication that I'm on. And so I stopped taking it. And I it wasn't immediate, but I did, it took... I mean, I thought that's the only thing that it could be because I'm not... I don't want to go to the hospital. Right? I don't want to go to the doctor because I'm me. And uh, so unless I'm going to get worse and worse and worse, I'm not going to go to the hospital. And uh, so I said, oh, we'll wait. I'm going to stop taking these and we'll see if that is what the cause was. So I had to ride out Friday uh, because it was already, you know, the Thursday I decided, okay, well, whatever, I'm not going to take that anymore. And I rode out Thursday into Friday. But as bad as it was Thursday into Friday and almost all day Friday, I could feel that it was not as bad as it was. So it took me all day Friday and Saturday, those days to work out of the system. It's still actually is still in my system. The interaction between uh, what I was taking and what I do take, and I mean, you know. <laughs> so I mean, I'm back to the you know strong fifty percent that I am every day. But uh, wow, that was just incredible. I could not figure it out. So, you know, when they tell you to consult uh, your physician before taking any new medications and all that kind of stuff, yeah, you know, you probably should. I know, I know, silly, silly, silly. Uh, I figured it out on my own. I didn't need them. But, uh, (laughs) wow, I was just almost seriously down for the count so all of you that reached out 
and uh, wanted to know, hey, where are you at? What's happening? I mean, I wasn't, I didn't do Pat. I didn't do my show. Uh, I just was, I didn't do any, I mean, my social media stuff was that I normally do. I didn't happen. And so I appreciate all of the well wishes and thank you. But I'm just telling you, it was down for the count. And it was because of a mixture of new medicine with old. And uh, I realized that was the only change and that had to be the cause. And so you don't have to be a doctor to figure that one out, duh. But, you know, probably would have been smart to figure it out before it actually happened. So maybe you do need to be a doctor. Okay, well, maybe you do. <laughs> but uh, that's where, what happened. And so thank you for all of you that reached out. I appreciate it. So be sure to follow me on uh, all the social media accounts uh, at JeffyJFR on Twitter. X, uh, Jeff Fisher Radio, Facebook and Instagram. YouTube is uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can follow me and order a cameo, which is not free, at Jeffy JFR. Just order a cameo and tell me what, you know, happy, sad, glad, mad, mean, whatever you need, and uh, I'll do the cameo for you, uh, whatever the price structure is. <laughs> That's the way that works. <laughs> Everybody gets their cut. and uh, Or you can always email the show, Chewing the Fat at TheBlaze.com. So as I'm coming out of my, uh, well, my Goldie Hawn fever dream uh, this weekend, yesterday, I'm reading about this uh, new games, the Florida Man games. They're going to take place in February. It sounds awesome. (laughs) You can compete. It looks really, really fun. There's going to be a weaponized pool noodle mud duel, evading arrest, obstacle course, cash grab, catalytic converter to bikes and a handful of copper pipes race against time, beer belly, Florida sumo refs. It's going to be awesome so you can get tickets to it it's going to take place in february like i said it's in st augustine florida one of my favorite cities in america st augustine is just beautiful and so it should be a lot of fun i reached out to the founder and organizer of the florida man games he's going to come on this show on wednesday so if you're listening uh be sure to uh be prepared for wednesday 11 1 we're gonna have the founder and organizer of the florida man games here on chewing the fat i cannot wait i want to know all about it and i want to know what you have to do to win how you can enter how much it is the whole kit and caboodle so i'm uh, looking forward to it uh to the florida man games and we'll find out everything you want to know about it on wednesday here on chewing the fat all right let's uh let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately So it's almost Halloween, and of course, every year people get in trouble for their yard, uh, their yard displays. People have uh, things that you know they look dead, and people freak out and call the police because they have displays that. Oh my God, that looks like a real man hanging from your roof around the other Halloween displays. Okay. All right, fine. So in Utah, apparently a man uh, by the name of Christopher Fujison had set up decorations around a city sign. And that's where, you know, where that first problem uh, lies is that uh, he should have done it around the city sign. But he did it anyway. Uh, (laughs) He had a skeleton figure dancing on a stripper pole with two other skeletons around as if seated at a strip joint. That is 
awesome. He only shouldn't have been on the city sign, though, because then the city got a little mad. People showed up, tried to take it down, and then the city posted, I guess, on their Facebook page. And if you're in a city, uh, you're supposed to have be a member of the city's Facebook page, so you absolutely see it. Uh, it's just weird thinking to my part. Uh, well, the person responsible for this display, you have until 9 p.m. tonight to take down your decorations, or they'll be removed by the city, and you will have to pick up your items at our public works building. Displays like this are not acceptable, as it is against city code to attach anything to a street sign well okay so i mean obviously that's the problem i just find it interesting that these uh city officials believe that everyone who lives in the city is a member of the facebook page anyway uh, so fujison then moved the decorations to his front yard and added lights and music to it <laughs> that's when supportive neighbors started bringing their own embellishments for the display that is awesome so we just got more and more elaborate as time went by with the skeletons and the stripper and the poles and standing around watching. <laughs> Sitting around watching the, the stripper skeleton on the pole. Now, uh, some of the comments on the, uh, on the Facebook page uh, said, uh, I guess teaching our children respect, decency, and manners has gone by the wayside. Um, you know, if your kids understand, this is, uh, this is Christopher Fujison speaking here. Uh, if your kids understand what that is, maybe the problem is not the skeleton dancing on the pole. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's something else. And so it's just a Halloween display. Holy cow. Now people are coming by to either look at it and be horrified. How could someone do something like this? Or they're coming by and leaving money in a tip jar. <laughs> <laughs> making it rain for the skeleton stripper oh yeah yeah i mean anytime you can catch uh you know bony around the pole gotta do it i don't know probably I don't know if i'm gonna have the lights on or not this year for the old trick-or-treaters i love seeing the trick-or-treaters i do i love making them say trick-or-treat i hate the kids who just come up and open their bag and expect candy no you have to work for at least you have to say trick-or-treat you don't say anything if you just stand there with your with your hand uh, holding the bag open i'm not giving it to you sorry i don't care if you're with your folks nothing now maybe maybe i throw some candy in there if the if the dad or the mom looks up and says trick-or-treat you know kind of speaks for the kid maybe but uh man if you don't say anything if you just stand come up to the door with your bag no not giving any candy sorry i don't care how old you are I don't care. I don't care. I'm not doing it. You got to work for it a little bit. Do if you come up and do a backflip and open the bag, I'll give you some candy instead of. But if you have to at least say trick or treat, you got to do something. Do something. Create something of good for to get the candy. But now you know I'm looking at the prices of candy. Holy cow! So we've got uh, 10 percent. Last year they were 10 percent higher. Uh, than uh, 2021. Now this year they're 14 percent higher than 2022. I mean, it's just amazing, and the prices are through the roof. And they're a lot smaller candy bars. I know they look almost the same, but they're not. And I'm not talking about the fun-filled ones. I mean, obviously, the fun size candy bars are, are they fun? Are they? Are, are they fun? That's a that's a, that's a nice way to look at it that they're little fun size candies but i don't know that that really is 
fun anyway uh, the price is through the roof on the candy so if you were paying you know whatever you're just like every just like everything else in our life what was uh, what you received for a hundred dollars not long ago is not what you're receiving for a hundred dollars today wait what yes i know i know uh, back when money was money we used to get candy bars i know <laughs> i'm sure a lot of people will buy you know a specific amount of candy and then uh, we're not getting extra you can call remember we did the story about m&ms they'll deliver m&ms uh what was m&ms right yeah uh you they'll deliver m&ms to your house directly if you run out of candy okay well you know if you can do that great and that's it's for the children i know but uh you know it's Candy is, you know, very expensive. So I wouldn't, I don't feel bad if you bought candy and then just, uh, when you run out, you run out. I don't know that I feel bad that if you bought candy and you shut the lights off and you eat the candy yourself. You know, I've talked about the years where it's fun to go through the candy with the kids, but my kids are grown now and, you know, they like to think that they like, uh, trick or treating, but really it's just, uh, nah. Not really. It's just dressing up in Halloween costumes, right? So when, uh, you know, we're looking at the prices and they're saying, oh, well, industry insiders, uh, we might be stuck with these high prices for at least uh, the middle of next year. Yeah, I think we could, we could plan on being stuck with these high prices for quite some time. So the first thing on the list of why prices are so high for candy, floods and other climate issues. Oh really yeah all across west africa uh man cocoa prices are going through the roof and then india banned sugar exports and thailand has seen its sugar production dwindle huh the cost of labor packaging and other ingredients like peanuts have also increased so yeah all of that put together your prices are going uh, through the roof now uh, you can always go back to candy corn which uh you know is just going through the prices of that is going through the roof as well and everybody wants to you know hate candy corn candy corn there's no there's no room in, in our lives to hate candy corn candy corn is fine everybody gets a little piece of candy corn okay i mean we're talking about they're talking about 88.5 million dollars in candy corn sales that's <laughs> uh, a pretty good day that's uh, a pretty good day for the old brock's candy corns right and even you know you get the generic brands they are well they're okay they're okay they're not really as good as the as the brock's but they're okay and you're like okay well that's what you can afford that's what you get yeah yeah so shut your face okay that's what you get <laughs> And of course, like I said, with my kids, it's about the costumes now. I don't know what the, you know, sag after told their members. Don't be dressing up like any of the characters in Hollywood, the characters that you play. That would be wrong. We don't want to see. Of course, the biggest characters this year will be Barbenheimer. But we can't do that. Your actors don't do that. Oh, okay. What do you get to go as? What are you this year? I'm a stick. <laughs> oh wow that's using some creativity right there you go yeah nobody nobody's dressed up like a stick better than you <laughs> of course i mean when you look at the halloween costumes that are number one when you talk to places like uh i think this article that i read earlier was from uh party city so but they have the halloween themed shops everywhere 
and uh, they're telling everybody Barbie is going to be number one this year for sure and other costumes you know Super Mario Brothers Spider-Man Little Mermaid those are all going to be huge just like they they always are and those are the, the cheap ones and I mean I know they're not cheap the prices have gone through the roof on that stuff as well but I'm, not, I'm just talking about you know for kids and stuff like that what are the kids are dressing up as your little girl wants to be Barbie you're gonna she's gonna be Barbie whether there's a strike or not sag after oh we were just talking about our actresses and actors yeah okay i get you no problem uh, we got it no problem you know what else today is today is the 30th of october 2023 all right if you're listening live third 1938 1938 what is that 85 years ago Orson Welles' War of the Worlds radio play is broadcast. Incredible. Orson was 23 years old at the time. Mercury Theater. Huh. Mercury Theater. Where do we work? Oh, yeah. Mercury Studios. I know. Glenn loves Orson Welles. Um, they, he decided to update uh, H.G. Wells' 19th century science fiction novel, The War of the Worlds, for national radio and uh he did it and it's it was an iconic broadcast right uh the show began sunday october 30th at 8 p.m and the voice announced the columbia broadcasting system and its affiliated stations present orson wells and the mercury theater on the air in war of the worlds by hg wells (laughs) and then everyone thought it was real and uh awesome awesome stuff that's that's back when radio was radio. I know. I know. Who died today? Who died today? Well, let's begin with Matthew Perry. Yes, Matthew Perry, the actor, dead at the age of 54 found in his hot tub in los angeles uh they are pending autopsy results we won't know that for quite some time now uh who knows uh, how long it'll be he was found saturday in his apartment uh, in his uh in his house drowning in a hot tub from his home in pacific palisades area he was 54 apparently he was out playing pickleball uh his friend said that he had been uh well uh less than uh enthusiastically athletic on the pickleball court and uh, then he went home told that he had a due person there that would go and get him things. i don't know what the what he ordered uh, or they ordered a latte or he ordered uh went and ordered hey go get me some uh <laughs> go get me some pastrami i don't know what it was but they sent the due person off to do something and then he went into his hot tub and he died so everyone is thinking don't know this that it was a heart attack and that you know he slipped into the hot tub and then drowned so we've been drowning because of uh you know cardiac arrest we'll see could have been uh, something else too I know you're looking at me like that. They didn't say that. Didn't say that at all. In fact, they didn't even mention that. So stop looking at me like that. Okay? 
Just stop it. I saw I was reading about him, uh, you know, this morning, and uh, I'm kind of liking him even more now. You know, I'd forgotten that he grew up in Canada, and he grew up with the douche Justin Trudeau. I guess they remained friends, or at least Justin pretended that they were friends. But apparently, according to the Wikipedia page of Matthew Perry, uh, he started misbehaving by the age of 10, stole money, smoked, let his grade slip, and beat up fellow student and future Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. How can you not like this kid? All right. He began drinking at the age of uh, 14. Uh, that seems a little, a little old. Uh, start drinking if you're on the drinking edge. I was looking at that. Everybody makes that sound like it's so young, but uh, I, I believe I was a little younger. I know. I'm not saying that it's good or, well, I should say that's bad. But it's, uh, you know, I, I started, uh, I remember being really, really drunk on alcohol before I was 14. And that's uh, a, I got it. I got it. Uh, then he was a tennis player, and then he moved to L.A. because his dad was an actor uh, model. And so then, you know, he became a star, and we started doing drugs and alcohol and, and uh, you know, went through rehab a million times and spent millions of dollars on rehab and drugs. So it's a good thing. His friend, uh, Ion Sky, who was in, uh, what movie was she in? Uh, I don't know, with him a long time ago. Yeah, the Jimmy Reardon movie. Uh, she was in there with him. And I guess uh, just a couple days ago, he had reached out to her, uh, you know, as friends do. You work with people and you think of someone as you're doing something and you text them and say, hey, you know, just thinking of you, I was here, you know, I was here uh, scrubbing my toenail fungus. And I thought, hey, remember on the movie set when you were scrubbing your toenail fungus and we all laughed? Yeah, well, I got toenail fungus now. So his text... <laughs> <laughs> that's not what he said to Ion, but I was just thinking that maybe that's something that you would text someone. Uh, he said, hi, hope all is well. I was meditating. I meditate now. And in your eyes started playing, and I instantly thought of you and how beautiful you are. And uh, she replied, oh, I love that. XO. And uh, he said, I hope you're healthy and happy. She said, yes, I am both, I think. Good to hear from you. I only have nice memories with you. Oh, boy. That's never good from coming from uh, Me too. And that one afternoon, I was just sitting in my apartment, and there you were. Hello. Hello. That's a nice memory to have of someone. I'm just hanging out at my house all by myself. Well, apartment all by myself. And then uh, she shows up. Oh, yeah. Only nice memories. So Matthew Perry, very sad, dead at the age of 54. Then we have a Minnesota hockey player who is dead at the age of 29 after a freak accident during a game in the UK. Adam Johnson dead at the age of 29. Okay, so... Adam Johnson died Saturday after what his team described as a freak accident and a major medical emergency. He was playing for the Nottingham Panthers in the UK Elite League when he and another player collided and a skate cut his neck. The footage is amazing and it does not look deliberate, but you know, other people are reading into it that it was. And, oh, I played hockey forever and you don't do something like that. I watched the video, I bet you, a hundred times. Uh, well, a lot of, you know, probably wasn't a hundred times. It was, it was at least 
a couple dozen times at least and i can't make out whether it's deliberate or not it's a it's the way the guy gets hit and hits another player falls brings his leg up sweeps his leg around with his skate i feel like maybe it was deliberate to hurt the other person but not to kill him but that's hockey man those guys those guys are mean son of a guns do i think it was murder no stop it and i you know i i don't know should he be fined and should the people want him out of hockey and then tried for murder and everything else under the sun and easy easy it was an accident playing a game a dangerous game so i don't know we'll see but rest in peace adam johnson dead at the age of 29 i was trying to figure out he's from minnesota trying to figure out why the story was uh tributes from the minnesota hockey world and that he was playing in the uk but he's from minnesota so rest in peace uh adam johnson dead at the age of 29 and we'll see what happens in the future with uh the opposing team's player matt petgrave who uh, slashed his throat with his skate apparently he has a history of bad behavior that's every hockey player that's all that's every player that's ever played hockey oh he has a history of bad behavior that's why i don't think it was uh it was on purpose i think it's possible that he thought he would you know skate him in the chest or something where the pads are and was up too high and cut his throat i do not think it was on purpose but hey whatever uh rest in peace to uh adam johnson and then uh, we'll find out what happens uh, with the rest of you later one more who died today who died today mike pence mike pence's presidential campaign died today i know mike pence did not die but his presidential campaign uh did die uh he announced that his campaign uh is officially suspended uh, i guess that i guess you can't, you can't you just suspend it so you keep the money flow going uh, i'm not really sure uh, i'm sure they have a great idea on how to keep the money in their back pocket uh he showed up at the republican jewish coalition convention in las vegas nevada and uh he said i came here to say it's become clear to me this is not my time uh mike some of us came to that conclusion a lot sooner than you my friend uh he went on to say that after much prayer and deliberation i have decided to suspend my campaign for president effective today and so he went on he blabbered on for a little while longer so mike pence 64 his presidential campaign dead Have you checked out the new Blaze yet? Uh, you should go to uh, theblaze.com and check it out. And you can help us uh, be cancel-proof and resilient. Uh, we solved this problem on Blaze TV, and now we're trying to do this again for Blaze News. Uh, most people didn't realize uh, that having all those ads on our website... Uh, Google were, was able to send uh, their bots in to scour any content they deemed unsafe for advertisers. They would find something and then they'd say, hey, uh, we don't like that. And they'd remove the ads from the article or else we'd ask 
the entire website be demonetized. So uh, we're taking uh, we're taking a gamble. Uh, we've had enough of that. Uh, we've had enough of their demonetization wars. We've had enough of them telling us what to do. That's where you come in, and that's where no ads come in, and that's where the blaze.com comes in right now go to theblaze.com and uh you can subscribe you can be if you're already a blaze tv member you're good to go uh no problem there's no there's no uh when you renew your subscription there'll be an extra charge for the blaze news uh if you're not already a subscriber go ahead please subscribe you can subscribe by going to uh, blaze tv.com slash jeffy blaze tv.com slash jeffy j-e-f-f-y use the promo code jeffy and uh, save money and become a member and then you're a member of both and you can go to uh you know blaze tv and uh, you can go to blaze news and you don't have to worry about uh you don't have to worry about anything you don't have to worry about stories going away and we will continue to pay tell the truth uh because we're not uh, going to get demonetized and that's you know that was a big problem with uh with these things and that's a big problem with websites all around is that uh without the ads you can't make any money and without any money you can't have reporters and people telling you the truth so you try to walk that fine line which we were trying to do and which we you know did the best we could with blaze tv and then walk the fine line of uh blaze news uh doing as best we can with the real stuff uh you know happening 100 percent behind blaze tv now uh that we're not gonna we're gonna make that distinction any longer so uh, check it out check out the new blaze the blaze uh the blaze.com and uh, become a member of uh blaze the blaze.com i think it's blaze uh, tv plus where you have uh blaze tv and blaze news because you can't have a you can't have a new edition to a, a website without adding a plus i think that's a new law i'm not positive about that i just feel like it is so uh you know you can become a member of uh blaze tv plus hey so congratulations to uh magic johnson uh the nba hall of famer i mean i i love magic i've i've watched magic play basketball since he was in high school man he is uh, the newest member to the uh, billionaire club he's now worth 1.2 billion dollars i know he's got several professional sports teams he's got a life insurance uh, equitrust i believe is his life insurance uh, company and he uh now is worth uh, 1.2 billion dollars so you got magic you got michael jordan you got tiger woods you got lebron james i mean got taylor swift (laughs) you see where i love this yesterday the denver broncos beat the kansas city chiefs in denver wonderful it was it was fun i have i have no no horse in the race it didn't matter to me it was just fun to watch denver beat kansas city in denver it was also fun to see after the game as the denver fans uh and the stadium ripped out taylor swift music and was dancing to taylor swift as the kansas city chiefs lost and uh, they had to leave the field listening to fans and the cheerleaders dancing to taylor swift awesome stuff right there <laughs> awesome stuff and you see where uh my man elon musk uh owner of x which you can follow me on uh, at jeffy jfr by the way 
formerly known as Twitter, uh, he bought the company for $44 billion, right? He bought X for $44 billion. Whew. How much is that worth now? They claim now that it's worth $16.9 billion. That's based on data from Fidelity. So I guess that's why we're having the big overhauls and they're saying, well, with the overhauls and uh, the platform's brand and features consistent uh, ad revenue declines, executive shakeups, uh, $16.9 billion. That's still not bad. I realize, believe me, uh, you know, I realize that the math isn't mathing, but it is kind of in Elon's world. That's why, I mean, he's starting to charge for everything and things are starting to turn around, or at least it appears to be turning around. We'll see if that's actually the case. I mean, especially now that it's X and he ripped away the iconic Twitter. I mean, Twitter is a national, worldwide, iconic symbol and name and he just ripped off the band-aid of that and is now calling it x i mean people can barely call it x without saying formally twitter and so that one that was a that was a bold move from elon but he's the guy right i mean magic uh, johnson just uh entered the billionaire status as 1.2 billion elon has about 250 of those 1.2s so uh he's doing something right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he most definitely is doing something right. All right, it's, uh, let's wrap this thing up. I'll leave you with a couple of thoughts for the day, okay? A couple things to, you know, maybe just, well, chew on a little bit. That's <laughs> what uh, so we do here on Chewing the Fat. Okay, a recent study found people who take their coffee black are more likely to exhibit psychopathic traits people who order a quad shot non-fat vanilla soy extra foam light whip with caramel drizzle are more likely to be their victims just something to think about just something to think about like this this one actually makes you made me uh this morning i was like oh yeah wow i don't even want to actually think about this so i thought i would share it since i don't want to think about it i thought i would share it with you uh 1980 the year 1980 to 2023 oh my gosh that's this year so from 1980 to 2023 is as far apart as 1980 and 1937 okay i know i know i didn't want to think about it either 1980 to 2023 is the same and as far apart as 1980 to incredible i know look i had to think about it so do you stream and subscribe to more blaze media content at the blaze.com slash podcasts